Let us go together before the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, in the name of your Son, Christ Jesus, Lord, we come before you. Give you thanks, God, because you're the creator of all things. In you, God, we all exist. We cannot exist without you. We come to give you praise and honor, God, for all the goodness you've shown us, the love and kindness you've given us, for forgiving us and blessing us when we come to confess and repent of our sins and we turn our life back around. Your hand is always there, Lord Jesus, to lift us up. Father God, you're always there to receive us as sons and daughters. We give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory for all that you do for us. Because you're God alone, and you don't need anyone. But we thank you that you chose us to be sons and daughters of God. God, our hearts and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's cover God's sovereignty as we're led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit today. See, in our minds and in our faith, we must remember that God does not need us. We need God. God is sovereign. He's complete. He does not need anything or anyone. See, what he desires to have those who love him to be before him so he can bless and protect those who believe in him and put their faith in him. Everything is created by God. If it was not for the Lord, we would not exist. If it was not for the Lord, we could not have children or, or have families. If it was not for the Lord, there would be no night and day. Without God, we can do nothing. Our life is in his hands. And without him, there is no us. See, everything starts and ends with God. He is the Lord God Almighty. Only through him can we be fruitful and increase. Only through the Lord would others remember our name and speak us after we're long gone. It is through the Lord that our lives have purpose and meaning. See, we wonder about the origins of God. Where, where did he come from? How was he created? What was his beginning? It's hard for us to comprehend someone who does not have a beginning and end. We look for God's presence among the mountains and rocks, but the Lord is not in the wind. We look for the Lord when there's an earthquake, but the Lord is not in the earthquake. We look for the Lord in the fire, but the Lord is not in the fire. And then came this gentle whisper, and we heard his voice, and we found the Lord. See, to comprehend the origin of God, we must look to Christ Jesus, who testifies of things long ago. He was there when the Father set heavens in place and he marked out the horizon when he established the clouds and, and fixed the fountains of the deep. Christ Jesus was there when the Father gave the sea boundaries and marked out the foundation of the earth. Christ Jesus was constantly at his side, filled with the delight, rejoicing in his presence, rejoicing in the world and all the delight in mankind. See, the universe is made of things we do not comprehend. We have no idea where they came from. We, we don't understand it, yet we see it and, and we know it's real. This is how we come to believe in God, who called things forth from the beginning, from the first to the last. He is God. Go meet Isaiah chapter 41, verse 4. See, God 
does things that we don't understand. We cannot comprehend, yet they are occurring. See, this requires faith in God. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 4 says, Who has done this and carried it through, calling forth the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, with the first of them and, and the last, I am he. To believe in God takes a leap of faith. To believe he is from ancient days and apart from the Lord, no one can save us. It is God through his son, Christ Jesus, that the things of God are revealed and proclaimed to us. Only God can deliver us. Only God can save us. No one can deliver us out of his hand. When he acts, there's no one who can reverse what God has done. There's no one greater than God the Father and our Lord Christ Jesus. See, God reveals himself to those who do not ask for him. He is found by those who do not seek him. When a nation calls on his name, he says, here I am. All day long, the Lord holds out his hand to an obstinate people who walk in ways that are not good, who pursue their own imagination, who do not live for God. We cannot find God by looking for him in this world. God is above and we are below. So Christ Jesus teaches us that his kingdom is not of the world. He, is, he was born and came into the world to testify about God's truth. And, and, and those who seek the truth will listen to him. We must seek the Father through Christ. He is the way. See, if we understand that the origin of God is beyond our comprehension, we want to try to define God through our human understanding. We will understand that no prophecy of Scripture comes through the prophet's own interpretation of things. Prophecy never had its origin through the human understanding and will. See, but through us, the Lord speaks as we're carried out and carried along by the Spirit, sharing God's word, giving revelation and understanding to those who are seeking God. See, God the Father sent his Son into the world to be a light, to be our God and Savior. Christ Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who robes are washed, that they may have the right to the tree of life and go in through the gates into God's city. See, some things are beyond human understanding. Look at the things of the world, that which is in the universe. Who can explain it? All we have are theories, are concepts, and ideas trying to explain what we don't understand. God has made a way for us to understand him through his son, Christ Jesus. You and I must develop our life and relationship in Christ. See, unlike God, there's a clear understanding regarding the origin of mankind. We were made in the image of God and his likeness, setting us over the fish of the sea, the birds in the sky, and the animals on earth. Our origin came from God. He made both male and female. God made us like himself so we could experience the goodness of God. But we chose wickedness over the goodness of God. We chose the, the pleasures of sin and evil over the holiness of God. The Lord regretted that he made mankind and his heart was deeply troubled. In God's love, he did not destroy mankind but made a way for those who chose to follow him to live. The Lord is going to humble the arrogant and bring down the low those who are full of pride. The Lord alone is to be exalted. He has a day in store for the proud and lofty and all who exalt themselves. 
God alone is to be exalted and praised. He alone can comfort us. We we are to fear no human being, no mortal. That we're all just grass before God. We cannot forget our Maker, the one who stretches out heavens and, and laid the foundation of the earth. We must believe in God and not fear those who oppress and bring terror and, and who are bent on destruction. The Lord is our God. He alone is our waymaker. We must honor God. He alone is holy. He alone is able to save. We cannot be hypocrites who honor God with our lips, but our hearts are far away from him. We cannot worship God in vain by teaching that, that comes from mankind, that which man made up that is not from God. Rules and sayings we make up which are not from the Lord. We must always remember we need God. God does not need us. We must honor the Lord in the way we live and not in vain by following teaching and rules and human traditions. We cannot set aside the ways of God for what we desire. God alone is to be honored. His ways are to be followed. See, that which is formed out of human origin can never last. It will always fail. Nothing that has been has an origin in mankind can endure. Many have tried. Look at those who, who followed Thinus from 400 rallied to him, but he was killed and his followers were dispersed and came to nothing. How about those who followed Judas, who, who, who was led by a band of people? He was killed and all his followers were scattered. We see it even today. Bands of people are coming in the name of the Lord, yet their intentions are not godly. Their purpose and their activities of a human origin. They, and they will fail. Only that which is from God will endure. See, our faith and our salvation cannot begin with God and end in human origins. It must begin and end with God. See, our life began in Christ. It must end in Christ through the working of the power of God in Christ Jesus. Go with me to Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 to 12. We all had our origins from sin and in darkness. Through our life in Christ, we have new beginnings in God. Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 to 12 says, In him you were all circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. Having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were always also raised with him through your faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. We must put away our human origins and live our lives in the origins of God through Christ Jesus. In Christ, we have a new life. We thank God continually when we receive his word into our hearts. We do not accept it as human words, but as the actual words of God, which are at work in us today in those who believe. God alone can save us from our human beginnings that originated in sin. This is the reason God the Father sent his Son and made him like us, fully human in every way, in order that he may become a, a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, atoning for our sins. Because he himself tempted, he's able to help those who are being tempted. See, we must see ourselves differently in Christ Jesus, who has been granted we have been granted this new beginning in God, being adopted as sons and daughters of God. Since Christ Jesus suffered in his body, we must arm ourselves with the same attitude of Christ because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. 
We gain a new spiritual order that is from God the Father through Christ Jesus. So therefore, we no longer live the rest of our lives for human sinful desires, but rather for the will of God. God alone made the heavens and all the story hosts, the earth and all that is in it. You alone, God, made the sea and all that is in them. You gave life to everything. The multitudes of heaven worship you, God. We serve a sovereign God who does not need anything, whose wisdom is profound, whose power is vast. We can, we, who can resist what God is doing, what God has started? He moves mountains. He, he shakes the earth from its place. He speaks to the sun and, and it cannot shine. God alone stretches out the heavens and, and threads the waves of the sea. God is sovereign. He's the maker of the bear and Orion. All the constellations are made by God. God alone performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. When he passes me, I cannot see him as he goes by. I cannot perceive him, but he is there. God is spirit. God is love. God is sovereign. God is maker of us all. We must look to the one who's formed us, who shaped us, and who watches over us. We must give praise to the one who created us and gave us purpose. He alone is worthy. He alone is praised. Fathers, in, in the name of Christ Jesus, we come, Lord. We come seeking your splendor. We come to give you praise because you alone are worthy. Go with me to Psalm chapter 148, verses 13 to 14. There's no one like you, Father. There's no one like you, Christ Jesus. We give God all the praise and honor because God does not need anything. Psalm chapter 148 verses 13 to 14 says, let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens. And he has raised up for his people a horn, the, the praise of all his faithful servants of Israel, the people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. God alone is able. God alone is sovereign. Who else can say the dry bones live? Your long Lord knows all things. We serve a sovereign God who says to dry bones, I will breathe breath into you and you will come to life. He stretches, he attaches tendons on us. He, he makes flesh come upon us and covers us with skin. It is the Lord who puts breath in us and we come to life. God gives us life so we know that he alone is God. When God the Father is our salvation and Christ is our Savior, we exalt God and not ourselves. This is when our origins will be spiritual and not human. Why do we need our origins to be from God and not human? See, when the fig trees don't bud, when there's no grapes on the vine and the olive crop fails, when fields stop producing food, when there's no sheep in the pen, when there's no cattle in the stars, we, we still rejoice in God. We know the Lord is our strength. He makes a way out of nowhere. He alone establishes us and treads us on new heights. God is our Father. Christ is our Lord and Savior. And God alone is able. Jesus. We must get this understanding. That God, the Father, is sovereign. He does not need us to bless him. 
There's nothing that God needs from us to exist, to be fulfilled, to be God. Can we bless God or give him something that he does not have or cannot create? So we must understand where we came from. Our origins is from dust, from sin and darkness. See, the Lord is above and we are below. Can the Lord not make out what he desires from a rock? Can God not take a rock and, and shape whatever he desires? God doesn't need us. God, God is able to carve out what he needs from a piece of wood. God does not need us. See, God could bring forth a people for himself out of grass. He could take grass and make whatever he desires. He's God. He doesn't need us. See, you got to understand how God works. See, God can take uh, dry bones and bring dry bones to life. See, he, he can raise up life that, and put life into something that was once dead. We were dead in our sins. The Lord came through with his love, kindness, grace, and mercy, and sovereign power, and he gave life to us in his son, Christ Jesus. God does not need us. We need God. We was dead in transgressions, and God gave us life in his son, Christ Jesus. God is sovereign. He is God alone. His dominion is forever. He gives life to those who place their faith and hope and trust in him. In Christ, we are life and we have it abundantly. And through him, the Father adopts us as sons and daughters because God doesn't need us. God desires to have a people who will praise and worship him and that he can bless and bestow his goodness on. God is sovereign. In his own time, he's going to bring about that which has been spoken and revealed. See, God the Father through his son Christ Jesus, who is the King of kings and Lord of all, would bring forth about the will of God. God alone is immortal and lives in an inapproachable life where no one has seen or can see. God is sovereign. God is spirit. God is holy. He deserves all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Great and marvelous are his deeds. Just and true are his ways. Who will not fear God? Who can stand in his presence? All nations will become for you, Lord. Your righteousness will be revealed. Your glory will be made known because you're God. Glory to God. God is sovereign. There's nothing in this world God needs. In him there is fullness. Praise the Lord. Christ came to show us God's goodness so we can experience his glory and honor him. Thank you, Jesus. All we have comes from God. All we need can be found in God's Son, Christ Jesus. Life has a way of fooling us into thinking that we don't need God. We can do fine all by ourselves. The trouble, but when trouble comes, we, we start to oppress each other, take advantage of each other, to hurt and kill one another. That is when we come to understand we need something greater than ourselves. That is when we come to understand there is a need for us to seek a sovereign God who does not need anything. A God that is full of compassion, love, kindness, caring. A God that is willing to share with all of us. See, there is a need in us that only a sovereign Lord can serve. There, there's a longing in us that only a loving God can feel. There's nothing that God needs. There's, there's, that, there's is everything that God is willing to give to those who place their faith and their hope and their trust in him and his son Christ. God is sovereign. All things 
fit into the palm of his hands. He's greater than all. He's all we need for life. So let us put our faith in God the Father and our Lord Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, God, for for revealing yourself to us, for revealing your Son, Christ Jesus, to us. To make it a way for us, God. Give us understanding. God, we understand that all we need is in you, Christ Jesus. If, Father, you are sovereign, you are God alone, you don't need anything or anything, (laughs) anything from us, but you are a loving, kind God that blesses those who put their faith in. We thank you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you and guide you and strengthen you.